Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, legends? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Today's show is coming to you from Perth here in Australia. I've just arrived here with Steph and Laura. We're here for a Keep It Cleaner event tomorrow night, taking a big group workout, which should be a lot of fun and doing some Q&A and hopefully recording a couple of podcasts while I'm here as well. Um, sorry for the late episode this week. Um, things have been quite hectic, but today I'm going to be covering a couple of different topics. And the first one being why uh, we would expect our body to change depending on whether or not we are or maybe we're not doing enough work with our training and our nutrition. So I'm going to talk about that and I guess the disconnect between our expectations and what the reality will be depending on um, you know whether or not we are eating and training towards our goals. And then I also am going to give you guys five reasons why you should not be doing cardio. And that, that does not apply to everybody. Um, but listen to this episode, um, especially the second half when I chat about the cardio and see whether or not it may be the best option for you or maybe it might not be. Um, but it's going to be a fun episode. I'm about to go and train now. So I'll record this intro, come back in and then smash out the rest of the podcast. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. If you do enjoy today's episode, make sure you take a screenshot of the show and post it up on your Instagram story for me. Tag me. Um, I'd love to get your feedback on today's episode. Righto, legends, I'm back. Just done a chest, triceps, and shoulder session here at Crown in um, in Perth. And the hotel gym was by far the best hotel gym I've ever come across. Um, it was like a fully equipped gym, better than half the gyms you'd go to usually, but really good session, did some abs as well. I actually just posted the, the core workout that I just did on my Instagram page, which is at DJK Fitness. So go and check that out um, if you're not following me already um, for some ideas of little core finishes you can do at the end of your sessions. But I'm going to get stuck into the show um, so I can go and get in a post-workout feed and get some protein in um, and get an early night's sleep. So that was just some random information for you just there. Um, As I mentioned at the start of the show, I'm going to go over a couple of different things in today's episode. And the first one being, um, you know, the question that I think everybody should ask themselves and the question is, am I doing something or am I doing enough to give my body a reason to change? And I actually sent out an email to my email list today and the topic or the subject title of the email was, why would your body change or why would my body change? And I think this is a really important question that we need to ask ourselves over and over again and something that we need to keep on our mind. And what I mean by that is this, you know, if your goal is to save money, okay, you, you want to you wanna be a millionaire, but you never put money into your account, you never put away a certain amount of savings each week, you don't have a plan of attack, then you're not going to expect to be a millionaire anytime soon, are you? Just like if you have a Ferrari and you put shit fuel in it or you put the wrong fuel in the Ferrari, you're not going to expect it to run smoothly, you're not going to expect it to run at its absolute best. So when we think of our bodies, I'm very confused as to why people think that they can feed their body with shit or not not follow a nutritional protocol or, or eat in a way where they're actually eating accordingly with their goals and not give their body a reason to change with their training as well, so not provide enough stimulus or get out of their comfort zone to give their body a reason to change. But people are still expecting to see these amazing results even though they're doing the same shit they do over and over and over again and not actually providing, as I said, enough stimulus to make a change or give the body a reason to change. Now, if you listen to the episode I did recently on muscle building with Austin Current, we we briefly touched on you know how hypertrophy happens and 
how a muscle grows is we need to give it a reason to grow and most of the time that's going to come in the way of let's say for example with uh with building muscle mass okay so when i talk about why would our body change let's say the change we want to make is to build muscle mass so the way to do that is we need to be over time doing more reps more weight uh, more sets we need to be doing different type of tempos we need to be doing things that are going to give that reason that muscle a reason to change so at the moment it's comfortable you've been doing you know sets of 10 on squats with 80 kilos and if you do that over and over and over again then guess what your body's not going to change because it doesn't need to there's no reason for it to change okay it's just like you see people that go for a run um, every day of the week or a few times a week they run 3ks and they do it in the same time every single time and they wonder why they're not getting any fitter or they wonder why it's not going towards their fat loss and the reason is because you're doing it the same thing over and over again your body knows exactly what's coming your body's prepared for it it doesn't need to change it's comfortable now to see real results and to to really make a change to your body you need to step outside of your comfort zone and that's where the best things happen. That's where all the good stuff happens is outside of your comfort zone. And that applies for everything, not just your body, not just your nutrition, your fat loss, your muscle growth, all that type of stuff. Um, but coming back to you know giving ourselves a reason to change, you know we talk about nutrition, so fat loss. The only way that you are going to see fat loss is if you are in a negative energy balance. So eating in a calorie deficit consistently over time, that's what you need to do to give your body um, that reason to change. Your body does not want to be in that position. Your body does not want to be in a calorie deficit. That is uncomfortable for your body. It is not normal. So if you are going to be doing that, your body is going to have to adapt. Okay, It's not going to like it. It's not going to be completely enjoyable. And obviously, there's ways that we can make sure it's more enjoyable than not in regards to you know not cutting out food groups and sticking to um, a rough calorie intake with protein minimum, all that type of stuff that I talk about on the show. But in the end of the day, you have to be putting your body in an uncomfortable position for it to change. And that, that goes for fat loss as well when we talk about nutrition. If you're trying to build muscle, okay, trying to put on weight and get bigger, you need to be eating in a calorie surplus. So you need to be in a, a positive energy balance now for some people that can be uncomfortable okay i know a lot of people listening are probably going you know i'd fucking love to be eating in a calorie surplus but for a lot of people out there including myself at you know at some points um, of my life so far depending on how much energy expenditure i'm doing eating in a calorie surplus and trying to gain weight is not enjoyable because i have to eat so much a lot of people out, out there are in the same boat so they're putting themselves in another uncomfortable position this time being in a surplus um, and eating when they may not necessarily feel like eating and you know you lose your appetite you don't necessarily feel like getting the meals in or eating the foods that you would typically love especially if you're in a calorie deficit but to give your body a reason to change you need to be doing that okay you need to be putting putting yourself in a positive energy balance eating more than you need to gain weight to gain size to give yourself a chance to grow those muscles to repair the muscles after providing the stimulus in the gym to give your body a reason to change. So I know I, I, it probably sounds like I'm just kind of repeating myself, but it's just something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And um, you know, when I get these questions from people saying, or even when I talk to um, clients or potential clients, and they tell me what their exercise history is, they tell me what they're doing. And you know, for those that um, train out of a gym or those that work in a gym or whatever, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You'll see those certain members that are in there nearly every single day of the week. You've seen them ever since you started going to the gym there. They lift the same weight, they do the same workout. And you know, some of you that are listening at the moment are probably doing this, probably in that boat. And that's okay because if you don't know better, then it seems normal. You know, if you know, for most people, going to the gym and ticking it off in their in their own head probably think that that is enough. Okay. But I'm here to tell you, and you know, if you've listened to the show before, you'll know that I don't 
um, I'm not afraid to kind of say it how it is and I'm not going to feed you with absolute bullshit and give you false hope about certain things. But going to the gym just to tick it off is not enough. If you're serious about seeing results, if you want to actually change, if you want to make a change to your body, to your mindset, to your life, you need to give your body a reason to change and that's going to require you to get out of your comfort zone. Now, is doing something better than doing nothing? Of course. Okay, so if you, not every session is going to be the best fucking session you've ever had in your life. But what I'm trying to talk about is that if you are serious about making a change, then you have to accept the fact that you're not going to be comfortable. And that's a good thing. So you kind of have two decisions. You can kind of listen to what I'm saying here at the moment um, and you can interpret it in two ways. And I added this to the email today as well. The first way is that you can listen to this and think that, you know, this guy's a bit of a flog. He's just um, he's just talking talking himself up, saying that, you know, he he will train harder than you um, and, and um, you know, and sa- saying that you're not doing enough, you're not training hard enough and that you're all soft. And that's not what I'm saying. And for those that understand what I'm saying, you'll know that. The other way to interpret it is this. You can make that decision right now to say that, fuck yeah, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to do the things that I haven't done before to get to places that I've never been before. Okay? So to achieve something that you've never achieved before, you need to do something that you've never done before. Um, And it sounds really cliche, but it's true. I mean, just look at anyone that's successful. They're doing things that they don't necessarily want to be doing or things that are uncomfortable. They're taking a risk. They're working their ass off to achieve certain results. They're not going out and doing the same shit every day. They may be in the same routine. They may have structure. They may do the same um, kind of things, but they're pushing the boundaries day in, day out to make sure that they can level up. And if you want to level up in your training, with your nutrition, with your physique, with your you know, athletic performance, whatever it may be, whether even just be your life in general, you need to get out of your comfort zone and really take chances, um, do things that, that you don't want to be doing necessarily. And when I say you do things that you don't want to be doing, and we're going to cover this in the next part of this show actually, I don't mean you know you fucking hate squats, so don't, don't interpret that as me saying you need to go and do squats if you want to get bigger legs. I'm saying if you're doing three sets of 12 on the leg press at the moment with 150 kilos and at the end of it you feel like you do five more reps, then you are shortchanging yourself. You need to be putting in the work and getting out of your comfort zone with things that you actually enjoy, things that you're going to be able to stick to, um, you know, nutritional protocols. I'm not saying now um, when I say get out of your comfort zone, that doesn't mean that you need to go out there and eat fuck all. What I'm saying is that if you're in a deficit, you need to understand that over time it's not going to be you're not going to absolutely love it. Your body doesn't want to be in a calorie deficit. But if you're serious about results, you will be consistent with it. You'll find ways that are going to make it more enjoyable and more sustainable. But you'll accept the fact that you need to put in the work to see the results. Um, And that's what I hope you get out of the first part of this show. Um, If you have any questions on this, let me know. And as I said, I sent it out in the email today. So if you're not on my email list, make sure you jump on that. It's a free email list to send out. Um, Relatively regular content. I was doing every single day um, currently struggling to find the time to, to put out um, good enough content to send out every single day but I'm still regularly sending out these free emails with my best content so make sure you sign up and if you've got questions or you want to hit that reply button and get back to me and talk to me about your goals then feel free to do that um, as well but let's move into the second part of the show and that second part of the show today is five reasons why you in particular should not be doing cardio and and the cardio that I'm referring to in particular uh, is the steady state, boring kind of moderate intensity cardio where you just kind of, you know, the mind numbing shit where you're sitting on the cross trainer, you're on the bike, you're going for a jog or you're doing it because you feel like you have to. Now, when I say that this is five reasons why you should not be doing cardio, that's not for everyone. 
Okay, and you'll understand once I get through these five points who I'm talking about, but it may apply to you. So if it does, then you're gonna be able to take a lot away from this this next segment of the show, um, and it's gonna give you a bit more, I guess, comfort in knowing that you're making the right decision and also knowing that you don't have to do cardio to see fat loss results. And in particular, this part of the show is probably more so aimed at those that are trying to lose body fat, um, to be honest. But just know that you do not have to do cardio to lose body fat, and cardio does not equal fat loss. Okay, and we all, you should know that by now if you've been listening to the show. To, to lose fat, you need to be in a negative energy balance and you can create that in any way. If you're eating in a calorie deficit um, and all you're doing is strength training, keeping in mind, guys, that you still burn energy when you do strength training. Okay, you are burning calories while you do strength training. Um, while still hopefully building lean muscle mass, at least retaining the muscle mass. So if you're expending enough energy, you're eating in a calorie deficit and you are in a negative energy balance, regardless of whether you're doing cardio or not, you will lose fat. There's no two ways about it. The last two times I've really tried to get lean, I've done pretty much zero cardio. I've reserved all my energy to put in um, my efforts with strength training, resistance training, so higher volume, higher frequency with my training as well, um, and just ate in a calorie deficit. Slight calorie deficit, stuck with it, was consistent and saw the best results I've ever seen. Whereas in the past, I would flog myself with cardio and not see the results that I was after. So that's why I wanted to share these five things with you today. Um, If you take some value from these next five points, and they resonate with you, please do screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram story, tag me. Um, I'd love to hear about it and love to hear your thoughts on the next five points. So we'll start with number one, and this is the first reason why you should not do cardio, and that is the lack, that you have a lack of muscle mass. Okay, so if you are lacking muscle mass at the moment, your goal is to lose body fat, my recommendation to you is to spend more time in the gym focusing on progressive overload, focusing on getting strong on your compound movements, doing your accessory work as well, and putting your energy into the gym sessions, so the resistance training. Um, and, and I'm going to say this before I go through the rest of these points. If you love cardio, if you love going for a run, if you love just going on the cross trainer, love sitting on the bike or the rower, whatever type, you know, whatever form of cardio it is, by all means, stick to it, okay? This is, this is, this is not apply to you. Um, okay, so reason number one is that you have a lack, lack of muscle mass, as I just said. So... If your goal is fat loss, you are going to find it a shit ton easier if you have more lean muscle mass. So this this applies for absolutely everybody, whether you're female or male, everybody should be aiming to have as much lean muscle mass as possible. Um, the more lean muscle mass you have, the chances are your your metabolism is going to be a lot faster. Um, you're going to be you're going to be able to burn through more calories a lot easier. You're going to burn more calories at rest and you'll be able to consume more food while still being in a calorie deficit. So if you have not much muscle mass at all, if you haven't really done strength training before and your goal is fat loss, I would highly recommend putting most of your energy into the gym, into progressive overload and getting stronger with those big lifts. Reason number two is that you are a repeat offender of doing excessive amounts of cardio to try and lose body fat. Now, as I mentioned before we got into this segment, that cardio does not necessarily equal fat loss. And a lot of clients that I work with um, in the beginning come to me after spending a majority of their time trying to achieve their goal physique by doing a fuckload of cardio um, and, and very minimal amounts of resistance and strength training. And if you're listening to this thinking that all I'm do- trying to do at the moment is tell everyone to lift weights, then yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm not saying that you shouldn't do cardio. As I've said, if you enjoy it, keep doing it. But for a majority of people that are, I guess, 
inexperienced with strength and resistance training and have put all their focus on cardio to try and get their goal physique, it's just not going to happen. You're not going to have that muscle definition. You're not going to have um, those curves. You're not going to have the shape that you're after. Keeping in mind that muscle definition and, you know, quote unquote toning is caused by having lean muscle mass. So building lean muscle mass in the first place and then reducing your overall body fat percentage enough to reveal that shape, to reveal that definition. The only thing you can do with the muscle is either grow it or reduce the size of it. So it can either get bigger or smaller. It's not going to change its shape. You can't define, you can't chisel out a muscle to change its shape. It's just going to get bigger or smaller and that'll, you know, how it looks is very much genetic. Okay, but what you can control is how much size there is to that muscle and then how much body fat you have to reveal the shape of it. So if you're a repeat offender of doing excessive amounts of cardio and you're going again, you decided that you want to get in the best shape of your life, you want to get lean, then my recommendation to you is to probably stick to more if you are going to do cardio and you want to do conditioning. And you know, for most people that have done excessive amounts of cardio, um, you either one you either go one of two ways. One, you just fucking hate cardio now and you never want to do it. Or two, you've done it that much that you've just grown to love it and you enjoy it and you feel uncomfortable not doing it. So if that's you, I would recommend sticking to high-intensity interval training. And when I say high-intensity interval training, I mean high-intensity interval training. It has to be max effort. I'm talking like, oh, look out. See what we got here. All right, where were we? So I've just had um, housekeeping come and drop off some chocolate. So that'll go towards today's macros and a bottle of water. Trying to sabotage my macros and they have done an exceptional job of that um so as i said you're probably better off sticking to high intensity interval training um max effort means that you know when you're in school and you did the 100 meter sprint you went as hard as you possibly could you only ran for you know if you're real quick <laughs> 10 or 11 seconds but you go as hard as you possibly can and then at the end of it you have only been working for a very short period of time but you are absolutely wrecked for the next 10 to 15 minutes. And that's what you should feel like after every single effort of high intensity interval training. Um, a real quick example of something that can be highly effective and short um, in time is something such as you know 15 to 20 seconds max effort sprint, let's say um, just outside, so as fast as you can for 20 seconds, then giving yourself between 40 up to 90 seconds recovery between sets and doing anywhere, anywhere between five and 10 sets. And when you say it like that, it sounds like stuff all, but when you're doing it, you'll understand what I'm talking about and you're gonna get more bang for your buck um, and you're not gonna be wasting your time spending ages just doing mind-numbing cardio. Reason number three is that you are time poor. If you are time poor, and I actually hate the word time poor, there's actually a, uh, a segment on, might be Carl Barron, one of Carl Barron's shows where he talks about time poor, um, and it's just a, a shocking way to say that you are busy, um, but that's what I've written down, so I went with it. If you are time poor, then high-intensity interval training is perfect for you, okay? Um, use most of your time for your strength and resistance work. Okay, so make sure you're getting in, you're training each muscle group at least twice per week, regardless of how many days you can train. You know, that, that may mean if you can only train twice a week, you're doing two full body sessions. If you're training four times, you might do upper, lower, upper, lower. If you're training three times, it might be upper, lower, full body. If it's five times, it might be upper, lower, then push, pull, legs, whatever it is. Hit each muscle group twice per week. And if you're wanting to add, into some, add in some conditioning, then don't waste your time jogging on the treadmill. Okay, you're not going to get enough out of that and you're just wasting the, the time that you don't have, supposedly don't have. Okay, uh, Firstly, I think that everybody that says they're too busy and they don't have enough time are just making excuses. Everybody can make time. 
get up earlier or go to sleep later or prioritize things better and don't spend as much time doing shit that's not important. But if you are busy or time poor, um, then I would recommend going for HIIT training over long steady state or moderate intensity cardio. Reason number four is that you are not in control of your food. If you aren't in a calorie deficit, but you're slaving away on the treadmill or you're slaving away going for a jog or on the cross trainer, then you are just wasting your time. You are far, you know, you're going to be far better off. I can't even speak at the moment. Um, You're going to be much better off focusing on a calorie deficit, making sure you're consistently in a deficit every single day. And as I said, focusing on getting stronger, hitting each muscle group twice per week to see results. I guarantee you will see 10 times better results doing that than by just doing excessive amounts of cardio but ignoring the fact that you're eating like shit or ignoring the fact that you're inconsistent with your calorie intake and you're not giving your body the right nutrients to recover um, and perform at its best and still trying to see results. It just doesn't make any sense. It almost goes back to the start of the show where you're not giving your body a reason to change. You feel like you're doing enough because you're working hard and yeah, you are working hard. You probably feel stuffed all the time. You feel like you're putting in all this work and you're not seeing the results and that's disappointing. That can really that can really get to you mentally um, and it can be very demotivating or unmotivating when you're not seeing results but you feel like you're working your ass off. When in actual fact, if you just worked a little bit smarter, okay, so reduce the amount of cardio doing, make sure you're focusing on your calorie deficit, that in itself is going to get you far better results and I promise, I absolutely promise you that you will see much better results by doing that instead of just slaving away working your ass off but ignoring the cardio and that's what i used to do and for me it was a it was a fact of not eating enough okay um, and i wasn't getting closer to my goal because i thought i was putting in the work i should be seeing results but i didn't see nutrition as an important aspect of that but it is okay it's ex- extremely important um, and people that say you know it's 90 percent nutrition and 10 percent training i i genuinely believe that's 100 percent of both you need to be really focusing on both but um, you know, if you're eating extremely well, you're in a calorie deficit, but you're not training as much, you're going to see better results compared to if you're just training your ass off but eating like shit for the majority of people. You will have those genetic freaks that can do eat whatever they want and still see fantastic results. But for the majority of us, that's not the case. Um, so focus on your nutrition. If you haven't got your nutrition in order, then don't be worrying about the run that you're doing or, or going to the gym and just getting on the Stairmaster, which is fucking probably one of the worst machines I've ever seen. I hate the Stairmaster, but um, yeah, focus on your nutrition. Now, the last reason here, that the last reason why you should not be doing cardio is that you find it boring. And it seems very simple, but it is simple. That's why. If you don't enjoy cardio, then don't do it. Okay, I think for most people, there should be some aspect of cardiovascular work that you're doing throughout the week, even if that means going for walks and listening to podcasts or playing organized sport or just keeping your rest times a bit shorter during your sessions in the gym when you're doing your strength training to increase your cardiovascular fitness and health. Obviously, your heart is extremely important, but if you don't enjoy doing cardio, then don't do it. That's why I didn't do much of it when I was getting as lean as possible the last few times because... I'd rather put my energy towards the gym, something that I know that I can spend the whole day looking forward to, okay? Or go to sleep at night knowing that in the morning I get to go and train the gym. But if I'm constantly going, fuck, after work, I've got to go for a run or I've got to go for a ride tonight, I've got to go for a swim tomorrow morning and I don't want to do it, then I'm not going to enjoy the process and I'm not going to see the results that I'd like to see. And I'm also going to you know, kind of pair training with just a negative mindset and that's the last thing that we want. You should be 
tailoring your nutrition and your training to uh, in a way that's suitable towards you, your goals, your lifestyle, and what you enjoy. So it's very simple. If you don't enjoy cardio, then don't do it. There are many other ways that you can achieve your desired result without spending a heap of time doing long, steady state, boring, moderate intensity cardio, okay? Now, that is the end of today's show. That covers everything that I wanted to get across in this episode. I will say again that even though I've just said five reasons why you shouldn't do cardio, if you enjoy it, if it's something that you like doing and you've seen good results with it, then keep doing it. I'm not saying that this is for everyone. This is for the people that resonate with those five reasons. Right, and I hope you've taken some value from today's show. I've actually enjoyed recording this one. It's been kind of fun. Um, I've just been thinking about different things that I'd like to share with people when I don't have a guest on the show. So if you've enjoyed the show today, let me know. As I said, screenshot it, put it up on your Instagram story. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I hope you're having a fantastic week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed already, please do. Um, feel free to tell a friend about the show. All the support is much, much appreciated. Um, and I look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode.